0: The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley.
1: Hello, this is Tim.
2: And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast.
1: Can I sing it? Can I sing it? Can I sing it?
2: Yes, you may.
1: It's the... Age of
2: Aquarius. The age of Aquarius. Aquarius. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: And we're in our new studio here that we designed. It's also a gym, so it's And it's all solar run. So this is being run by solar power right now.
2: Brought to you straight from the sun.
1: Yes. (laughs) So tell me, why is it the age of Aquarius, the age of Aquarius,
2: Aquarius? (laughs) As of March 23rd of this year, so in a couple of days... Pluto is moving into Aquarius. Pluto is going to be in Aquarius for about 20 years.
1: Wow.
2: Now, Pluto is going to come back into Capricorn uh, for a little bit and then go back into Aquarius, come back into Capricorn. But as of uh, 2024, late 2024, Pluto is officially full-fledged in Aquarius.
1: Okay, so it starts, but then it goes out, then it yes. starts, and it goes out. Which is
2: actually, it's, yeah. it's, it's actually adding more intensity right. <laughs> to Pluto being in Aquarius.
1: So it's like little tasters? Uh, or yes, no. okay. yes,
2: you can, that's uh, what you we're, can we're call We're going to have
1: appetizers of Pluto. That's
2: right, that's right. So when the full meal is uh, served... Yeah. Um, it's going to make more of, a, of an impact Good. on us.
1: Good.
2: That's why we are talking about it right now. Because okay. this is officially Pluto in Aquarius.
1: Okay, So what does that mean? Do uh, tell, do tell.
2: Pluto is an extremely slow planet. Uh, just to give you is an... Is
1: that a- polite to say that? To call it's Pluto a- <laughs> slow? I know yeah, people have I- called me slow many times.
2: <laughs> Well, knowing Pluto, he doesn't get easily offended, okay, right? Okay. He's um, Yes, Pluto is an extremely slow planet, Pluto goes around the whole zodiac in uh, about 248 years. Wow. Now, the Moon goes around the whole zodiac in about 28 days, right? Yep. The Sun in about 365 days the Uranus, not the, yes, Uranus, not the Uranus, Uranus, in uh, about 84 years, okay? Okay. So
1: So each planet has their own specific time.
2: Exactly, like Venus is roughly a year. Okay. So Pluto takes 248 years, that means that Pluto has an extremely strong impact On us as individuals and on society at large, Pluto Pluto makes a statement.
3: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: The moon, yes, everybody says the moon affects us, but we are kind of used to it, right?
1: Because it happens all the
2: time. Even Mercury, yes. Okay, we, we know what we are dealing with. Pluto, we really don't know what we are dealing with because nobody alive today has... That we know of. That we know of. (laughs) That's right.
1: (laughs) There might be some guru living in a mountain somewhere.
2: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody that at least us two Uh know of has ever experienced a Pluto in Aquarius transit
1: Aquarius
2: that we haven't terrible. experienced uh-huh. that most of us listening to this have experienced the Pluto in Capricorn because Pluto moved into Capricorn back in 2008 and we saw what that did we'll talk about it um, more in detail here but Pluto in Aquarius we don't know we just know whether we believe in it or not it's going to have a huge impact on us.
1: Okay. So do you want to tell us about why it was an effect in 2008? And then we'll go into...
2: Pluto in Capricorn. So first, what is Pluto, right? Some people say, well, Pluto is not even a planet. He was downgraded. Uh-huh. Wow, we are insulting Pluto last and right. I know, that's pretty bad. <laughs> He's a slow-moving thing that we don't even know what he is, right? So Pluto... Pluto is about death and rebirth. Hmm. Pluto is uh, the god of the underworld in uh, the ancient Greek uh, uh, mythology. Yep. And
1: Pluto is, uh, is Latin too, isn't it? Pluto?
2: Yes, Plu- yeah. Pluto is the Latin name for Plutonus okay. or Hades, mm-hmm. right? Hades. Yep. Hades, Hades, Plutonus, Pluto.
3: Okay.
2: So Pluto is about the underworld, Pluto is about death and rebirth as we understand it. We experience Pluto all the time, how things end and things begin, right? Uh Pluto is endings and beginnings. Pluto is, oh, I just had that thought. Oh, that thought is gone. Or Pluto is, I used to think in this way about something, Now I think about it differently, completely opposite, you can even say 180 degrees. Pluto is regeneration, is the ability to actually change who we are, how we behave. On an individual level, it is actually on a global level as society. So Pluto is also considered a collective planet. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't focus too much on that name, collective planet, because what happens is a lot of astrologers these days, they say, oh, Pluto is a collective planet. Uh, He doesn't have as much influence on us. No, (laughs) Pluto has huge influence on everything. Now, Capricorn is the sign that has to do with structure and reality and practicality.
1: Okay, so when Pluto went into Capricorn, Pluto destroyed structure and...
2: Our reality, right?
1: And had to bring it back in a different way. Yes. See, I've been listening to you.
2: Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. Pluto did that on an individual level and on a... I would say global, (laughs) worldwide level, right? Yep.
1: Yep. I know for us, it uh, made a shift completely, our business uh, profile and where we live.
2: Everything, everything. So Capricorn is uh, associated um, symbolically with House 10, Mm -hmm. which is our interface with hierarchy, authority structure and the world okay so that's what pluto did it completely shifted an individual's interface with the world completely shifted the reality and actually come three years ago right mm-hmm. still pluto in capricorn it was it, it was
3: lots of mat- things. Yep.
2: Majestic, mm-hmm. right? It was everybody knew it was happening.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It doesn't matter which way it was a dramatic shift. That's what matters. And everyone, actually, everyone had to make very, very serious, very significant choices about how they dealt with it, how they dealt with authority, hierarchy, the, the top-down, right? The mm-hmm. top-down stuff. That's what Pluto did. You had to reevaluate everything. It made you think.
1: Yep. Not- so Pluto does a lot of shifting for you.
2: Exactly.
1: Whether you want it or not.
2: Exactly.
1: Now, and whether you believe in it or not.
2: Exactly. It, it just happens. It is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So when you actually know about it, well, it's an unfair advantage, right? Yep,
1: you can <laughs> you, deal with it differently. You've
2: been warned. Yep. Now Pluto is going into Aquarius.
1: Aquarius. In a
2: couple of days.
1: So what does that mean?
2: Aquarius has to do with House 11. House 11 comes after house 10. I'm
1: glad you know how to count.
2: <laughs> 2 plus in 2 a, equals
3: in 4. In my math, yes, yes. in a,
2: my version of math, Greek mathematician,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Pluto in Aquarius, Pluto in house 11. Pluto is going to make us reevaluate our interface with society at large. Groups, so what, what do you mean? affiliations. So Capricorn was Pluto and Capricorn was top down, right? How we deal with hierarchy, structure, authority, that. This is how we how we see ourselves, who we we identify with in our day-to-day stuff, in the way we think. This ha- doesn't have to do with family, close friends. Relationships does not. It does not. Okay. It does not. It is about say there is a critical issue, right? And we we have a certain thoughts and opinions, educated and educated, any of that, right? Everybody has to have one.
3: Yep. So sort of like asshole.
2: <laughs> yes. Yep. Wow, you picked up uh-huh. on that. So so. Where do we lean towards? Who we see ourselves as part of at large? Are we part of any tribe at large? Right? When I say tribe means anything. Any affiliations we have about anything. When it comes to the environment, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Do we believe in solar or do we not believe in solar?
2: Exactly.
1: Do we believe in coal? Do we not believe in coal?
2: Exactly.
1: And do we believe in, so you can break it down into different beliefs completely
2: Exactly.
1: in different tribes?
2: Yes. As a yoga teacher, mm-hmm. uh, do we believe in what Yoga Alliance is doing or not? I can say not. Uh, yes. <laughs> so as a, hey, as a Greek immigrant, right, myself, mm-hmm. uh, do I believe in uh, immigration reform or not? These things, okay. right? Doesn't yep. make sense. Yep. For everyone, is gonna be different, right? Do you believe in uh Peter when it comes to animals?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Just that stuff.
1: So you have to look at everything. You,
2: exactly. So it depends. For everyone, is gonna be different. Everyone's chart is different. All that stuff. But what does this say? Pluto in Aquarius says that. No matter who you are, no matter what subject is important to you, no matter what stage of your life you are at, well, it has to do more with, you know, above us, like you can't ask a two-year-old,
1: uh-huh.
2: at least in my book. So
1: You can, but you might not get the answer Exactly, you want.
2: yes. So... No matter what's going on with you, you are going to have to make some very, very, very critical decisions. And if you don't make those decisions, then uh, Pluto may say, hey. I'm
1: here to screw with you. Exactly. So did this just start or is this been, have we been seeing tastes of it? Over the last couple months or even the last year or so
2: we have seen we have seen tastes of it because yes we do say oh March 23rd Pluto in Aquarius Pluto is an extremely slow planet anything and everything he does there is an impact Mm -hmm. so actually we can say that for the past couple of years Two to three years, we have seen tastes of Pluto in Aquarius. They just haven't been as dramatic as they are about to start becoming. Because
1: I was asking, because we've seen Yoga Alliance making major shifts, and we dropped out, We we walked away from it a month or so ago. But we weren't yet in Aquarius. So it we were able to see things a couple months ago, even years ago, the changes that he was bringing.
2: Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Pluto in Aquarius is going to be amazing. I love Pluto.
1: Now you say that because you've been <laughs> trashing him for a little bit. So will we still see Pluto? I know you're saying Pluto in Aquarius here in a couple days. And it'll continue, but is it going to... Will we see stuff from the... Pluto
2: and Capricorn? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So both
1: of those things are going yes. to be happening for a while? <laughs> yes. Is it like a year? Could it be two years? It's, a, a it's week, actually or...
2: more like um, until about 2026.
1: Okay. So we're going to have both of them yes, screwing exactly. with us or helping us or Exactly. Whatever.
2: What? Yeah, exactly. So we
1: need to make sure that we... What, what is, what do we need to look at to make us, give us the most benefit?
2: We'll go into that right after the break. Stay okay. tuned.
0: Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you.
2: Okay, first, first we need to look at the transit itself. Yes, we said we have seen taste of Pluto in Aquarius yes. and we will be seeing Pluto in Capricorn. But in order to get more specific information in what, say, we are supposed to look at as individuals, we need to look at the exact, at what happens during the exact move of uh, Pluto in Aquarius. So we are looking at a chart for March 23rd, 2023.
1: And this chart's going to be on our YouTube channel, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep.
2: And we see that the most important or the, the, the strongest aspect, everything is important, but the strongest aspect that Pluto is forming is an in inconjunct with Mars. Okay. Okay. In conjunct means it is ambiguous. There may be hesitation, there may not be. In conjunct can be a great, great decision that we make. In conjunct can be a very, very poor decision that we make. In conjunct can be the worst of all, which is not deciding on anything. Okay. Just keep doing blindly what we've been doing.
1: Okay, so when we see an inconjunct, we need to make some type of decision, exactly. whether good or bad.
2: Exactly, and really, there is no good or bad decision. It's a, it's all a matter of time, right? Yep. Some you can always good and better, good and better, right? Mm-hmm. So, but the, even
1: a bad decision gets you moving. Yes, so that you can make another decision, which will probably be good.
2: Exactly, exactly. the The thing is. Pluto in conjunct Mars, because Mars is doing something.
1: Mars is definitely doing something.
2: (laughs) Right? Pluto in conjunct Mars says the worst thing you can do at this point in your life, no matter who you are, is to keep blindly identifying yourselves with whatever you've been identifying yourselves with up to now. It doesn't mean you have to shift. What it means is cri- critical thinking. Let's look at this. Is this helping me and th- my world as I want to see my world evolve, mm-hmm. right? My, when I say so my world when audience, you say identity, you're my-
1: talking more about Critical thinking of who I really am and what I'm really doing and why should I do this versus a pronoun.
2: Exactly. Exactly. That's it. That's what this says. That's what Aquarius is all about. Aquarius is our tribe, us as individuals. What do we contribute to our tribe? What does our tribe contribute to us? It is an air fixed sign, which Ayurvedically is extremely important. Air means thought process, air means information, air means zeros and ones, fixed means it can get stuck, fixed means hard headed. Fixed means stubborn to the extreme. Mm -hmm. Fixed means it can get a lot done because it has a direction, but it can be stuck. Pluto being there, Pluto says, let's regenerate this freaking air-fixed attitude. Let's go 180 degrees so we can actually decide if it is getting us where we are supposed to be.
1: Okay, so a question then is I'm doing something right now Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty focused on it
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and it's something good. Mm -hmm. Does this mean I need to quit doing that and do something else or does it mean that I just need to reevaluate why i'm doing this
2: yes why are you doing it as an individual but it has to do more with what you are doing as part of a group okay that believes in something what you are doing you as an individual but as part of a collective group so you as yoga teacher that follows yoga alliance Mm -hmm. for example so it doesn't have to do with you as teaching yoga mm-hmm. or you as teaching Ayurveda or fitness or whatever you as part of that are you still a member of that if you of yoga Alliance if you are why are you? If you did if you quit mm-hmm. and you knowingly quit without emotions and all that stuff, then, then okay, right? Yep. Reevaluate that okay. also.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. So, reevaluating what you're doing e- and how you're doing it.
2: Exactly, exactly. Right. And what group at large are you doing it as an individual of? Okay. You may be doing nothing as part of any group, and that's more power to you.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Pluto
2: says, "Hey, let's look at it." Is this something that you are good with? So what you want to look at in terms of this transit also, you have hints here that are coming to your rescue. Okay. Uh, Saturn in Pisces, right? Saturn just went in Pisces. Mm-hmm. We discussed it. If you haven't listened to that episode, we'll have the link. Neptune is in Pisces. Pisces is a water mutable sign. Pisces is emotions. Mm -hmm. Pisces is strong emotions. Saturn is discipline. Neptune is clarity. Clarity or cloudiness. Mm -hmm. Saturn and Neptune there say whatever you are doing as part of a big group if you're doing it with a lot of emotional attachments to it, let's bring some discipline to them.
1: Okay.
3: And so,
2: it,
1: should you be reevaluating it if you're so emotional exactly, about it?
2: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So,
1: if you are too emotional about something, you need to look at it and exactly. possibly shift.
2: Exactly. Because Neptune, which is your belief system, based on those emotions, Mm -hmm. Neptune can be bringing a lot of clarity to you, but it can also be bringing a lot of uh, confusion, right? Yes. So that's who Neptune, Poseidon is. So Saturn and Neptune are there to help. Now Lilith or Black Moon, Uh Black Moon is a celestial element, not a celestial body. Black Moon is creating two amazing aspects, trines, which are simple, with Mercury in Aries and Sun in Aries. By the way, a lot of guys are in Aries right now. (laughs) So Black Moon is creating two amazing trines with Mercury and Sun. Mercury is our mind and the stories we tell ourselves. Sun is... Let's bring some light to this. Black Moon is what we are afraid to face. Black Moon says, hey, this is a good time. Sun is going to help you. Mercury is going to help you. Let's actually sit and think. Think clearly. Discipline your emotions. Put them to the side for a little bit and see what are you afraid to actually face are you afraid to disassociate yourselves from a specific group are you afraid to join a specific group what are you afraid of are you afraid to be an independent thinker completely what what is it what is going on with you let's look at this right now and to make things even
1: better or worse? Better
2: <laughs> Better Chiron Chiron who's the objective thinker, mm-hmm. the center mm-hmm. from mythology, Chiron, amazing celestial body. Chiron is hanging real close with Mercury and says hey, I'm here to help.
1: Because he also helped Achilles. Didn't exactly. He gave Achilles uh, medicine.
2: medicine? Yep. Yes. I'm here to help. I can deal with your mental health if you let me. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what Chiron conjunct Mercury is saying. And Chiron is also really close with Jupiter. And Jupiter is about expansion. So. Chiron says, hey, if we deal with your, your mental issues and fears and identification pronouncing thingies right now, maybe you will be able to expand your mind and see the world a lot more connected. It's all actually separated. about, yes, yep. that's what all this leads to. Are you actually expanding your consciousness?
1: Or are you fighting everyone?
2: Or are you fighting everyone? You know, Aquarius, everybody says, Oh, Aquarius, yes, let's all sit together and sing Kumbaya and whatever. But nobody is actually really looking at what we have in common. It's all superficial. Mm -hmm. The whole age of Aquarius... Oh my god. <laughs> it, all all superficial. Nobody's looking at the real deep connection that we have as humans. Everybody's trying to include everybody.
1: But nobody actually is doing it.
2: Nobody's doing it. Everybody's pushing everybody so away.
1: Right now is the perfect time for each person, each individual to sit down and see what they have in common with their another person instead of what they don't have in common.
2: Exactly, and preferably, the key is, the punchline is, preferably with the person that they've always thought as an enemy, as somebody very different. Uh, from them and opposing to them. That's what Pluto says. Can you look at somebody
1: that you hate?
2: That you hate? 180 degrees opposed of you and say, wow.
1: How can we become friends?
2: Exactly. We have so many freaking things in common. Excellent. I love Pluto in Aquarius. Very nice. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive.
0: If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.